Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited because we're going to be changing the format just a little bit. Um, And I have Amanda Warfield on. She is a simplicity lover, capsule wardrobe expert, and time management coach. So thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be your guinea pig. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I just kind of like, uh, I was talking to my husband like a week ago and I don't know, we were just talking about the podcast and he was like, do you want to like, what about just, you know, adding something of experts and, you know, just something of like value, like really high value. So I think I'm going to do this once a month and see how it goes. So, so I'm so excited to hear all like everything you're going to, you get to share. Um, so yeah, but before we get started, um, you got your champagne and everything. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, and then, yeah, just so how long have you been a small business owner? You know, like what's your business? How'd you get into it? Um, you know, all that good stuff. This is just never, I think for all of us, it's never an easy question, right? It's true. (laughs) The short answer is that I've owned my own business for about two years now. Um, I started working on all of this March. Yeah. So about two years now, but it's kind of crazy. So I, before being an entrepreneur, I was a preschool teacher and my husband and I are from South Carolina and he was in the military. And so um, 2016, I believe we got moved out to Washington state. And when we got there, it was kind of perfect timing because it was the end of May. So it was the school year was just ending and I was able to start looking for jobs for the upcoming school year. Mm-hmm. And that worked out perfectly. And I ended up stumbling upon, I don't even remember how this dance studio that was starting a preschool within themselves, but the two owners of the studio, they were really passionate about getting the performing arts into the lives of more smaller children, right? From the beginning, raising them up in that way. But they they didn't want to run a preschool. They didn't have any kind of experience in that. They just wanted it to happen under kind of their business umbrella. And so they ended up hiring me on as the director of this preschool, which at the time I had only ever been a lead teacher. And so it was a huge jump for me. So I was the director at this brand new preschool. And I was working at another preschool as well as a lead teacher. So it was kind of crazy for a while, but I got to learn all of this entrepreneur. (laughs) It's a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Uh, But I got to basically run a small business without owning it, which was really cool. And it taught me so many things, especially that I can Google something and figure out how to do it without having to go, you know, to the library to pick out a book or something like that. Like it's so easy to find all of this information. It's right at our fingertips. And so it really taught me that I could do it on my own and things didn't work out as well as I'd hoped with the preschool. Um, just through some communication issues that just 
didn't work out great, but it taught me that I could do that kind of thing on my own. Mm -hmm. And then a few years later, I, I went through a really dark period where I was very depressed and very anxious. My husband had been deployed. I was working a ton of hours at a bunch of different jobs and had way too much on my plate. And my inner perfectionist kind of had me spiraling into just this, this place where no one ever wants to be. Right. Right. And then I discovered minimalism, which now it just seems so simple. But at the time, the idea of only doing things that had purpose in my life was revolutionary to me. And so I started simplifying not only the things we had in our home, but also my schedule and the way I planned things. And it made all the difference in the world for just everything, the way I was living, the way I was in relation with other people. It improved my marriage and it made my anxiety disappear, which was just the craziest thing of all. And so then I just felt like I really needed to get this message out there to other women that it doesn't have to be this way, that you don't have to feel overwhelmed all the time. And so then I started my business. I started a blog first, started the business, and I started teaching about simple living and capsule wardrobes and things like that. And now I'm moving more into teaching time management. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. I mean, all those little stresses that we like have, you know, um, just kind of hanging around and business life, all of that, like you mentioned, those add up so quickly. And like, I think we just, I know for me, I like have tried to just kind of ignore them in the past. And then it just all comes like crashing down at one, at some point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And with small business owners, we have so many things because a lot of times we're solopreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're doing everything by ourselves. Sometimes we can outsource things, but a lot of times we have to do everything, the marketing, the content creation, the design work, the copywriting, we have to do all of it ourselves. And so there's so much on our plates just for our business. And then you've got relationships and self-care and Mm -hmm. kids that's on top of, you know, we have all these different aspects of life that just, if you're not being intentional about the time you're putting into everything, it's all going to feel crazy overwhelming and it's going to feel like it crashes down around you. Yeah, totally. Um, my, I picked a word this year. Um, I've never done it before and it is intentional, although I haven't really been sticking to it now that you just said the word. I'm like, oh wait, that's the word I picked. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go back and, and you know, try again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wanted to go back real quick. Where were y'all in Washington? I'm, I'm in Oregon. And so like my sister lives in Tacoma, like by a base. So I was just wondering if that's where y'all were. Yeah. yeah. We weren't in Tacoma, but we were um, in Kitsap County, which is very close to Tacoma. Tacoma was actually um, the closest Chick-fil-A. And so (laughs) we make excuses to go to Tacoma all the time just so we could get Chick-fil-A. And it was like 45 (laughs) minutes away from us. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you know, you got to sacrifice for Chick-fil-A. It's so good. (laughs) So necessary. (laughs) Awesome. Um, okay. So let like where, um, what would your like number one tip, you know, be for small business owners or like, I don't know what's like, whatever you want to talk about and like feel that, you know, would benefit all the listeners go for it. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So the number one thing that any small business owner can do to manage things better and just feel better about watering all the different areas of their business is batch scheduling. Now I love batch scheduling for a couple different reasons. First, there are always those tasks that we say we're going to do and then we never get around to Mm -hmm. that 
they're important, but they're not the top priority, right? And so a lot of times they get pushed to the wayside, like website updates, getting to inbox zero, file management, you know, cleaning up and organizing all the different pictures and graphics that you have, Mm -hmm. stuff like that that's really important and saves you so much time so that you're not, you know, searching for 20 minutes to find one image. It's important, but it's never the biggest priority. So batch scheduling really helps you get those things done because you can set aside a time every week to do the admin tasks like that. So that's one reason I really love it because it helps me get those little things done. But it also really eliminates decision fatigue, which let's face it, we don't have enough mental capacity as it is. So when you know exactly what you're going to do each day or you have a general topic, you know without a doubt what's coming next. So I know that every Monday morning I'm working on marketing every single week. Then it just comes down to what are my top three tasks for marketing this week? And it's not, well, should I work on blog posts today? Or maybe I should work on that website update. Or maybe it's like, you don't have to worry about any of that. You know, Monday morning is marketing or whatever you decide. Mm -hmm. And so that is why I really love batch scheduling. For those of you that have never heard of batch scheduling, you literally or just picking a chunk of time. I like to do a morning and an afternoon block, but it kind of depends on how you set up your work hours. But I do a chunk of time that is dedicated and geared towards just one aspect of my business. And this again will be different for every business because some of us are coaches, some of us are more course educator based. So, you know, it's always different. But I do Monday morning is marketing and networking. Monday afternoons coaching, Tuesday all day long is content creation because that takes the most time in my business. Mm -hmm. Wednesday morning, content creation. Wednesday afternoon is all that admin stuff because by the end of hump day, I don't have the mental capacity to do anything major anymore. Right. And Thursday morning, I do any kind of growth work. So whether it's product development or just some goal that I'm working towards, if there's a big project I'm working on, that is the day that I work on that. And then Friday mornings are typically for growth stuff as far as personal growth and Mm -hmm. learning and things like that, where I am taking a course or listening to a podcast or whatever, but not only am I learning, I'm taking action on what I've learned, but I'm actually moving forward and moving the needle in my business, right? Because all of us, we want to get all the things done in our business. We want to grow, but we want to be able to still move the needle forward in our business, right? We don't want to just keep doing the same things over and over and again and stay stuck where we are. So batching my schedule helps me be really intentional about making sure that I am moving the needle forward and that I am improving in different areas where I may have some weaknesses. And that's kind of it. And I just, when I go to plan my week, I plug in what I need to do, the top three tasks for each thing, Mm -hmm. for each batch section. And that's what I do for the week. And that I sit down Monday morning and I start working and I just do the top three tasks that I've already decided on and I go by the end of the week, it's time to plan out the next week again. And I've made progress. I'm not just working in my business, but I'm working on my business and I'm able to do this without outsourcing anything, without having a team, anything like that. It's just me, but I'm still able to grow and move the needle forward. Yeah. I love that. Um, I need, that's something I need to work on. Like I've been thinking about that. So do you have like a template or like, what do you do? Like, or you just write it out or do you put it on like a calendar? Like I'm such a visual person. Like I would love to have like a calendar and like color coded things. Like, do you have anything like that? <laughs> yeah, I actually, I have a freebie, um, 
that has an example of my batch schedule and where you guys can make your own mm. as well. If you go to amandawarfield.com forward slash bubbles, all the listeners can download it. Yay. Okay. I'll um, definitely include that. Yeah. But basically I just create an ideal and some weeks you have to switch things up. Sometimes yeah. you are behind on content creation and you need an extra content creation block, but this is like any kind of routine. It's a, I mean, I guess it is a routine really, but it's a fallback, right? You have your ideal set up and if you can, for the most part, stick to it, you're going to be doing really great things. You're going to be moving forward. You're going to save yourself a ton of time. But if things get kind of wonky, it's not the end of the world either. So what I tend to do is I set up my ideal. And like I said, I just chunk each day into two parts and I don't work Thursday afternoons or Friday afternoons. Normally we are recording this on a Friday afternoon, but those are kind of my my blocks for household management so that I'm not doing household stuff all weekend long. But anyone can change this however you want, whether you do two different chunks a day, three different chunks, you're just going to want to make sure that you're not doing, you know, five marketing tasks and five networking tasks and five content creation tasks all on one day. You have to kind of adjust the task list accordingly. Right. Yeah. I mean, we always have so many things that can come up and just, yeah, Mm -hmm. I like, I like having the, you know, pretty set in stone and like, this is what I'm going to do. So I don't have to think about it, but also like the flexibility of sometimes, you know, stuff comes up as entrepreneurs. Like it's just inevitable. (laughs) Exactly. That's awesome. Um, so I've heard so many things about capsule wardrobes. Can you tell me more about that? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a capsule wardrobe is 30 to 50 items and that does not include things like underwear, pajamas, mm-hmm. workout clothes, anything like that. It's literally just your main clothing choices for the day. Um, and the key to creating a really awesome capsule wardrobe that's not going to make you feel limited is cohesion. So you want to make sure you have a color palette. You want to make sure that you know what your body shape is and that you're, you're getting clothes that fit your body shape so that you feel really confident. And you want to make sure that you're attuning your choices to your personal style and your lifestyle because let's say maybe you have a ton of dresses in your closet but you're a mom's toddlers like that's not going to work well for you that doesn't fit your lifestyle right now right so you want to make sure that you're also attuning whatever you're buying or whatever you're keeping to your lifestyle so that it's practical and you actually feel okay wearing those things because if something's just hanging in your closet it's not doing you any good yeah so if okay so like your example if i had dresses and I have toddlers, should I get rid of things like that? Or should I just like kind of package them up and save them for a later date? I try to encourage my students to let go of what's not working right now. Um, And a lot of times what's going to happen is if you have a lot of dresses right now and you're trying to save them for, you know, five years down the road, they're not going to fit most likely or they're not going to work with the body shape you have at that time, or they're just not going to be in style anymore and you're not going to want to wear them anyway. Right. So you might as well let someone else who can actually appreciate those clothing items and actually use them, use them. So go donate them somewhere or do something like that, or, you know, send them to thread up or any kind of consignment shop and someone else can get some use out of them and kind of, you know, if you love them, let them go kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, that makes sense. And I like too that you said, you know, cause we do a lot of stuff to like Goodwill and you know, there's a lot of people that could really benefit from a lot of the stuff that we're not really using, you know? And so yeah, that always feels good. Just like purging and knowing that somebody else can, can put it to use. 
And a lot of times if we box things up and say, I'll come back to this in a few years, we forget about them. They just, you know, it's a box that's collecting dust somewhere in your house. It's creating clutter, even if it's all boxed up. I mean, who wants to look at boxes all the time? Right. Literally sitting here looking at boxes that are in my closet right now because I can't, we just moved and I can't unpack anything yet. And like, no one wants to look at that. It looks awful. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, awesome. So this is one of my favorite questions that I, I always, I always ask, um, like, what do you do to help your business grow? You know, like, how do you get out of your comfort zone? And like, you know, how can, uh, like, what's your advice to business owners to get out of their comfort zone? No, this is a good question. Honestly, I don't know. This sounds so cliche, but it's just get out there and do it. I mean, I think I think I see that advice so much in that I am a very introverted, very shy. I used to not be very confident. I am more confident now, but I used to be, when I first started this business, I was super inconfident, not confident, whatever. Right. Yeah. Grammar. Um, (laughs) Nobody's judging here. We don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, I was not comfortable with being proud of what I was doing. And it wasn't that I wasn't proud. It was just that I was scared of what other people think. And so I guess that's really what it is. Forget what other people think. (laughs) Um, I teach that to my capsule wardrobe students all the time when they start saying, well, what if someone else tells me I look good in this color? And I'm like, who cares what they think? Does it make you feel good? So I guess that's it. Stop caring what other people think. And do you, we have one life to live and it's never long enough. Let's be real. Like we always want more time, right? That's why time management is such a big thing, especially in this space. We always are looking for more time, more time. You've got one life to live, live it to the fullest and be you and like, do you, I don't know. Yeah, no, I love that. It's so true. I mean, and it is so simple yet hard, you know, like, I don't know, we've all been kind of conditioned to think about like, I don't know, what are they going to think about that? You know? And, um, it's easy to, to just give it more weight than it actually should have, you know? Um, yeah, I know I've been totally guilty of that. And even still sometimes like yesterday, my Instagram post was about, I went to this awesome networking, um, event in the morning and it was all women who were amazing. Like they were inspiring, like very nice, but it was my own, my own mindset. I was intimidated and it got to my, like got in my head and like, I kind of messed up what I was going to say. And then I was all annoyed with myself, but like, it just, it shouldn't matter. Like it shouldn't, you know, like who cares what people think, just go out and do it. Like, it's going to be messy. Sometimes it's not always going to be perfect, but just keep going. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the more, not so much fake it till you make it, but the more you put yourself out there and the more you do it, the easier it gets to be more confident in yourself. I remember when I first started my business and I started seeing people, you know, saying that you need to be showing your face on Instagram stories and all this stuff. I was terrified and now it's nothing to me. I go on there and I say what I need to say and then I'm done and it's not a big deal. But before I was always trying to do things where I would take pictures of my surroundings or I would retake a video a hundred times because I was so nervous. But the more you put yourself out there, the easier it gets. Yeah. It gets less scary for sure. I remember my first few podcasts, like I almost canceled them and, but you know, now it's like, it's so not like that. Like I'm excited. I'm not nervous anymore, you know? And like, I would stumble over my words and, you know, but yeah, so just, I mean, that comes with time, you know, and just doing things over and over and and getting more confident because you 
you're used to it and you're familiar. And I think, and this is coming from a crazy perfectionist, but being okay with the messy, like you said, and, um, Laura Casey says, you know, good things grow through the dirt Mm -hmm. and you have to get messy in order to really figure out what you want, especially in the entrepreneurial space. Like I'm two years into my business and now I'm doing a major pivot because the stuff that I thought I wanted to do isn't what I wanted to do. But without doing those things first, I wouldn't have figured out what I really wanted to do. And so it's not perfect and it's messy, but it's fun and exciting. And the more you just get into the dirt, the easier it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like, and you're so right. Like we can't figure out what we're truly called or what we really want and are passionate about until we start trying it and seeing if, you know, that's it for the long haul. Right. That's awesome. Um, okay. I want to ask you your five favorites. Um, your five, your favorite book, your favorite drink thing to do to relax thing to watch and your favorite place to go. And I can repeat those too. (laughs) Okay, book, Gone with the Wind. I read Aww. that. Like the movie? Um, yeah, I mean, the movie's good, but the book's better. Okay. <laughs> I've never read the book. I love the movie. <laughs> it is huge. I actually, my copy has split into two pieces. I'm trying to find a hardback because I've read it so many times it's split apart, but Aww. it's so good. Um, drink coffee for sure. I drink it all day long. Yeah, it's so yummy. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> So great. I really trying to cut back. But when I was in Washington, and I'm sure you're the same way in Oregon, you just need it sometimes to get through that. Uh, especially. <laughs> yes, totally. It's like, God, it's still raining. I'm just going to drink coffee. It's too early for wine. <laughs> oh, exactly. We've had the last week has just been constant rain. And I really have felt like I've been back in the Northwest. It's really <laughs> um, and then the next one, what was the third one? Um, your thing to do to relax. Oh, okay. This is nerdy, but I love to plan and organize. No, that's, well, I mean, that's like relaxing to you. So that's perfect. Yeah. It took a while for me to be okay with letting myself do that. I, for a long time, I felt like this shouldn't be relaxing. So I need to do something more self-carry, right. but I've started to just accept that I feel really relaxed when I'm writing out the week ahead. So that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that takes the stress off, you know, like having to worry about it. it's not over your head anymore. Like, I love that. Having a plan and being able to go in and execute it immediately is so nice. And there, like I said earlier, there is no, what should I do today? I'm able to just get in and get it done. And if the plan changes, that's fine. But I have an idea. And that just, yeah. the control freaking me loves that. So. <laughs> like, you know, a small business owner, like that's a necessity too, because you know, what we can, whatever we can do to save our time and our mental capacity, like for sure, like that's a great idea to do that. Exactly. Um, awesome. So what's your favorite thing to watch? Um, I'm not huge on TV. Like if it, if I'm doing like alone time by myself, I never watch TV, but my husband and I, do really love Superstore right now ah. and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> that one's funny. Is Superstore, is that the, that's the comedy one where they all work in like a big warehouse or something? Okay. I've never seen it, but it looks hilarious on the commercial. It's so good. I was very skeptical of it at first and my husband was like, no, I watched it and the first one's so good. So you need to watch it too. And we binged it so quickly. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can happen like 
in the blink of an eye, it feels like you're like, oh God, where'd the last six hours of my life go? <laughs> Especially the 20 minute shows because they're so quick. Yes, I know. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, yeah, that's funny. Um, where's your favorite place to go? Disney World. Ah, it's awesome. Best place ever. Yeah, but um, when I was in high school, my parents, we had a timeshare. I'm from like right outside New Orleans. And so we had a timeshare in Orlando and we would go every year because my dad was like a huge Disney fan. So it's just such a great, fun, relaxing place. I mean, not relaxing in the sense of like you're walking all the time, but I don't know. Like there's just something about it that's cozy, like that I love it. Well, it just, I think even adults are transported back to this time where you can be childlike. Yeah. And it just, the weight of the world lifts off your shoulders. At least that's how it is for me. It's my happy place that I do feel relaxed there. Yeah. <laughs> I also make spreadsheets and know exactly which rides we're going to win. So oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I've never heard of spreadsheets for rides, but I mean, you do you. <laughs> Nerd. I really, yeah. No. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um. So where can everybody find you? Uh, your website, social media, all that stuff. So my website is just amandawarfield.com and it is spelled just like it sounds. And then on Instagram, I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Okay. And I'm just write those down and all those will go in the notes too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, this has just been such a fun conversation and I've really enjoyed it and I really need to start batching my stuff so I can save time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited you were able to share all this. Well, thank you so much for having me. I hope that everyone found it really useful because batching really has made all the difference in getting more done in my business. So I hope others will, will implement it and grab that freebie and start doing that themselves. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to head over and grab it um, so I can have that. But um, well, yeah, well, thanks so much and um, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Thanks.